Welcome everybody back to the JV Sports Room. As usual, your host, Jay Dino, the other half of the team behind the scenes, my man Vince. Yeah. We're in unusual territory right now. Looks like uh, different scenery, but just like any good sports team, JV Sports got to take the show on the road sometimes. So with that said, we told you guys, new year, new us. Yes, First sir. stop of 2022. So here we are at Chicago Dog & Company, home of the Chicago Bulls, Blackhawks, White Sox, Cubs, Bears, and of course, we on the road, but I had to bring my starting lineup with me. Usually over in the Kobe corner, but we're going to show respect to Chicago. We're going to call it the Cubby corner for this segment. Yes, sir. My man, Jay Money. Welcome back to the show. Appreciate you making the trip. Yeah, you already know, man. We undefeated week to week, so like you said, man, let's get this dub on the road today. All right, all right, all right. Well, another thing we're going to change up in 2022 is we don't have any more guests on our show. Strictly substitutions. But you know what? When this guy subs in multiple times and he becomes a familiar face, yeah. we're going to bring him to the starting lineup. So I'd like to welcome to the show the starting center of JV Sports, my man Big J. Squad welcome back up. to the show, my man. Yo, appreciate Squad y'all having me up. again. We out here, 2022, bing bong, JV Sports is running. All right, so since we out here at Chicago Dog & Company, 1113 State Road 436 in Altamont Springs, we're going to tribute this segment of the show to Chicago Dog and check out our Dogs of the Week. Looking back on our past week, one of the big dogs of this week, man, was Jamar Chase. Yeesh. Man, how you feel about this guy, Jamar Chase, putting up all types of records? Man, 266 receiving yards. That's three all. tutties. Three tutties, but that 266, that's actually uh, a single season uh, Bengal franchise record. He passed Chad Johnson at 260. But, yo, this dude's playing at his mind. He's he is. playing at his mind. I mean, granted, we get an extra week this year, but he only 12 yards away from bringing a single season receiving record, which Chad holds down too. That's right. It's 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 mind blowing what he's able to do. You know, we talk about the connection with him and Joe Burrow. I mean, we saw it come to fold this week. I think hands down, we're talking Jamar Chase, clearly the rookie of the year. Really? Uh, one of the plays I want to shine back on was the big play that third and long yeah. that you know we saw with Joe Burrow threw it up and Ward he beat Ward. Chase beat Ward on the outside for the touchdown. I mean, man, Joe Burrow and, and, and Chase, they 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 out there playing Madden. You know what I'm saying? That the hot the hot route, you know what I'm saying? Run <laughs> yep. straight, just throw it up. <laughs> throw it you know up. What I'm, I'm going to take you down because you yeah. got a 97 jump and your defender's at 88. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Burrow even mentioned that. I'm telling you. Joe Burrow mentioned that in a post game ca- uh, conference song about, hey, Jamal Chase is down there. He'll come down with it. Yeah, for yeah. real. You know? And I like, hey, I thought Joe Burrow in there as well as a big dog of the week, man. Hey, man he he that, had a big game, 446. That, that connection, four, yep. that trust that they have for each other, man. Listen, you can see that transition in from college, but man, they they having big games right before these playoffs. Yeah. That was it's huge, huge, man. It allowed them to clinch the division. Yeah. You said it last week. We were going to have fireworks in Cincy, right? Yeah, we sure yeah, And sure enough, yeah, man, sure we saw them. We yeah. saw them. Cincinnati uh, clinched, clinched the division, yeah. like you said. And uh, they also, it's the first time in six years that they did that. And they, you know, secured the playoff spot, which is also the first time in six years that they. And I told y'all last week, we're going to be that guy to take Cincy, yeah, man. Come did. on. Hey, hey, you got that one right. You got that one right. <laughs> Um, another another team that looked good this week, man, the Chargers beating up the Broncos. Justin Herbert setting the single-season yep. franchise record for passing touchdowns. Man, I consider him a dog of the week. I consider him there. a dog this year. Throw him in there, man. I, I, I think I mentioned it last week. Where yeah. We're going to see Justin Herbert come back to life. He had a dud last week, come back this week, and a must-win game. You know, setting up another must-win game that we'll get into later. But, yo, Justin Herbert, throw him in there for sure. Hey, all he needs is 172 yards next week to pass uh, the franchise uh, 
passing record for yep. the season. They're going to get it. So. They're going to get it. I mean, it's going to be a little asterisk by it, you know, because of the extra, extra game, game this year. But he's going to get it. And, and respect to him. Respect to him. I mean, any other dogs you guys like this week? I mean, honestly, man, I got to big up, you know, since we had Chicago Dog and Company, man, big up to Robert Quinn, man. Passing Hall of Famer Richard Dent at 18 sacks. You know what's even what's even fly about what he did? He actually just crossed over the 100 sack mark, too, last week with Huge. that sack. Yeah, Huge. so he's at 100 and a half for his career. But I think he's a player that just never really gets enough credit, man. Yep, Rob, I agree. You know, Robert Quinn's just been, he's been consistent to yep. me, man. I always respect to him, man. Yeah, even his time in L.A. Uh, with the Rams. Uh, yeah, shout out to Robert Quinn. I mean, the Bears really don't got much to look forward to, but that's another good accomplishment to Hey, his, hey uh, we here. We here in Chicago Dog and Company. We might as well shout out a bear or two, right? Yeah, absolutely. Shout, absolutely. Out, shout out Robert Quinn, man. But yeah. you know what I wanted to ask you, man? You talked about him. You made a lot of light on him, man. What you What's got? up with that Detroit wide receiver, man? Hey, man, that's my dog of the week, man. <laughs> my dog of the week is Amon Ross St. Brown, wide receiver from the Detroit Lions. It was in a losing effort in the actual NFL. But when I say... I'm on Ross St. Brown helped me beat up the masterminds in our fantasy football matchup that we uh, mentioned last week. Hey, my man went crazy. All right, big it, receptions. Let me go on record to say, give my man his flowers. Hey, big win. Respect. For respect. Big J. Champion, baby. That's five. Mm-hmm. Let's get into these numbers, man. Eight receptions for 111 yards and a touchdown. He also had a rushing touchdown. Hey, man. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Putting a stamp on it. He's going to be a wide receiver to look for in the fantasy future, you know, as a top 24, you know, top wide receiver. See, why not? He was definitely a dog for you in these fantasy playoffs. And I'm going on record to say he was probably your MVP, man. I mean, aside from maybe that guy Devontae Adams. I mean, that's another dog of the week. I'll I'll mention him as well, man. (laughs) Another big game. You threw a little mud on him last week when I said, Hands down, the best wide receiver. It in wasn't league. necessarily mud. Just didn't want you to forget about some other players, man. Hey, man, eleven <laughs> receptions, one hundred and thirty-six yards, yeah. and a touchdown. Sunday night football. He was a dog. Ran through the Vikings. Another player that helped me beat up the masterminds. Uh, come so on. Shout out to Adam. Shout out to Amon Ross St. Brown. So you already gave you your flowers. You want to go? Got to get him where I can, man. Hey, yo, but you know what? Real quick, not to be biased about it, man. I want to throw a little honorable mention dog of the week for me, man. Trey Lance, man. Shout out to his first career win. But that play action rollout, 45-yard banger to Debo. I mean, that helped seal that victory for him. And, um... You know, got 31 yards on the ground, 249 in the air with two tutties, man. Come hey, on, man. Hey, I know. Hey, I see hey, you know what I'm saying over there in the cubby corner, but he was he was real proud of that boy yeah, Trey you know Lance what I this respect week, huh? For him in the in the post game interview, they asked him about his first intercession. The dude got a mind state of a 10 year veteran already, man. They said, "What happened?" There? He said, "Well, it's a cover two, not a throw I would necessarily throw in there that you would want somebody to throw, but if I had a little more arm to it." It's a play that everybody will be talking about. I sure, I sure armed it. Turn the page, move on to the next play. You know what I mean? Love like, it, you got to respect that, yo, for your buck. Got to, got to. And a must-win game. So Must-win game. Must-win yeah, game. Good. All right, well, since you mentioned your boy Trey Lance, that takes us straight to our Who You Got segment of the show. Man, who you got? Who you got? who you got? I mean, I know who I got. Who you got? I don't know who you got. I mean, Man, I'm the top dog of this Who You Got thing. Come on. <laughs> So last week on the show, man, my man Big J went four and three. It's nice, just above five hundred. Me and yeah, Jay Money still sitting at nine and five right about now. But we're gonna get straight into the who you got segment of the show with San Fran against the Rams. Who you got, Jay Money? Ugh, 
Tough hey. game, man. But you know what? I'm going to stick to my dogs. Here, here's what I want to see, man. I said keep running with Trey. I mean, of course, yeah, Jimmy's brought us here, you know, throughout the season. He's played well, but it's, it's, it's enough film on Jimmy. Let Jimmy sit back there. If, he, if he's ready, I say still run with Trey in this game. Let's go out there, play hard, shut it down. We win this game. We lock down the sixth seed. That's what I'm taking the Niners, man. I'm not faded from the squad at the last game of the week. Must win. Come on. It's tough, man. It's a must-win game. We're talking Trey Lance potentially, maybe Jimmy G. On the road. Rams in a must-win. If they want to lock up the number two seed, I'm taking the Rams. Yeah. I'm sorry. You by yourself. I Nina. know it's going to be my so You by yourself solo. on that That's one, like Hey, look. Solo, listen. solo. <laughs> Rams need this win. Rams are playing good. We don't quite know who we're getting at quarterback this week. I'm going to go with the certainty of the Rams. I respect what y'all said. You know, look, Rams is strong. I'm not going to deny it. I'm just sticking with my dogs. You know what I mean? But let's go on to the next NFC game that got some implications for the playoff seedings and everything else. Uh, Seahawks playing in Arizona. Who y'all got? Seahawks in Arizona. Arizona needs to win. And the Rams lost to secure the number two seed. You know, we saw some fireworks from Russell Wilson and Seahawks. Man, but... We also saw him on the same side with Kyler Murray. I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals. I like Arizona getting back on track. Um, Seattle really doesn't have much to play for at this time, right. at this point in time. So um, give me the team that's still fighting. I like Arizona too. Yeah, you know what? You know, respect to Russell Wilson, man. He's he's straight class act, man. He's gonna bring it out there week to week. Uh, had a great game last week. You know, um, him and DK connecting. You know, which long awaited, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I also feel there's just a lot going on in Seattle. I feel that Russ is probably maybe also maybe checked out. And Arizona's got a lot to play for right now and try to get some that chemistry, that momentum going to the playoffs. I'm taking the Cardinals in this one. Okay. Uh, I know a team that you're very high on. We're talking about the Colts. They're in a win-you're-in situation. They match up against the Rams. I mean, the, the Jags, excuse me. Excuse me. Colts, Jags, who you got? Man, honestly, I think I'm gonna take the Colts in this one, man. Lock down that fifth seat, man. So, I know, I know. Uh, you know, last week was kind of rough, you know, against the Raiders, but I, I'm gonna take the Colts to lock down the fifth seat. Man, <laughs> this can't even really be a question. The Jags gave up 50 points to the Pats last week, yeah. <laughs> and they averaged the least most points in the entire NFL. Taking the Colts with this one easily. Yeah, I think it's going to be a landslide here, fellas. I mean, I'm taking the Colts as well. They win. They beat the Jags. They're in. But I throw this out there, something I read on uh, on Twitter from uh, Adam Beasley. If the Colts were to lose to the Jags by some crazy chance, by some way, that means the Raiders and the Chargers, who play on Sunday night, would have to tie, and they both get it. They wouldn't have to play at all. So I just want to throw that out there. You Imagine know, that. We've seen Imagine crazier that. things, but, you know. <laughs> All right. So, I'm, I mean, speaking about the uh, Chargers going to, going to visit uh, uh, Vegas, who y'all got in that game? You know, whoever wins locks in the playoff seat. But imagine they actually do just straight take the nil each time and yeah, actually tie yeah. that game out the Colts lose. That'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to take the tie here? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Um, give me the Chargers, man. I like the way they're playing. Raiders – they just have been completely inconsistent all year, it, and they've had so many issues. Uh, rest in peace, John Madden. Rest in peace to the legend, man. Salute. R.I.P. Never be forgotten. Um, but the Raiders just continue to take losses this year. Mm-hmm. Mentally, emotionally, Chargers are playing good. Give me the Chargers. I'm going to 
Say the same, man. Give me the charges. The Raiders have been squeaking by, you know, just holding on, barely getting wins. I think they finally comes to a fold, and I just don't think they're going to have enough charges. Mm. You know what, man? In the beginning of the year, I kind of spoke up on the Raiders. You know, they they definitely, any organization this year has probably gone through most. Um, I like the charges here, but I think, uh, you know, playing in Vegas, man, I think I'm going to go solo dole on this one, man. I think, like, they just really fight through the adversity and, and sneak into that playoff spot right there. I'm, like I'm taking the Raiders. I'm not mad at that Raiders pick at all. Um, but let me get to this one right here because I don't Come even on. want to talk about either one of these teams. Come on. Bring it but on. I'm hoping <laughs> there won't be a landslide on this one. We're going straight to the Eagles fan. <laughs> yeah. Hosting the Cowboys. Hosting the Cowboys. Well, you got Eagles fan? All right, here we go. <laughs> we know one thing. The Eagles have clinched the playoff spot. They're in the playoffs no matter what happens. Congrats. This week. With that being said, news broke a couple days ago that the Eagles got trounced with COVID issues. I think it's 11, up to 11 players now. Mm. Cowboys still have some fight. You know, they locked up the division, but they're playing for seeding. I'm going to go off the wall here. Believe it or not. I'm going to bet against my guys. I'm going to say the Cowboys win this one. Don't hate me, Philly fans. We locked up the playoff spot. I think the smart thing to do here is rest as many players as you can and get healthy going into the playoffs. Cowboys, what you got? Man, I'm sticking with the boys. I mean, granted, don't get me wrong. Uh, Philly wins, San Fran loss, moves Philly up to the sixth seed. Yep. You know, all matter who you want to play, but... Still going to be unknown who they're going to play mm -hmm. with the games that's going on Sunday. But, you know, uh, man, no disrespect. But I think I think a, I think a healthy Philly is still losing to them boys. <laughs> right, here we go. Here we go. He said it best. <laughs> a healthy Philly still losing to them boys. That defense playing crazy. Give me the boys, man. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not switching over to be a Philly fan this week nah, or ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I got one for you. This What's one up? is this one is uh hitting that home, man. Cause if you guys just happen to lose to the Rams and this specific team wins, you guys are out. New Orleans at Atlanta. Who you got? Ooh, you're right about that, man. That's all for the fact that see if 49ers lose and the Saints win, they'll take the one game lead in the NFC conference matchups. So we're both six and five right now against NFC opponents. Heading to week 18. Uh, honestly, man, that's why I think it's real strong for our boys to have to go out there and play. We run trade because I think the Saints are going to take this game, man. I really do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to run with the Saints on this one. I'm going to do the same. Saints, easy. All right, y'all both got the Saints. Well, you know what? I'm going to go with the spoiler and take the Falcons at this point in time. Yeah, I hope you're right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, playing with a good little cushion on Big J at this point in time. Yep. So uh, give me the Falcons. All right. But I think the biggest game this week with the absolute most playoff implication has to be that division game over in the AFC North between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Ravens. Who y'all got? Oh, we saw what uh, Pittsburgh was able to do the other night on Monday night. Gave Big Ben that uh, that farewell, you know, beating yeah, the uh, right. beating the Browns. We'll see what happens with Lamar Jackson. Um, must win game. They have to win. It is, it is, man. But it's it's tough because it's all based on the Colts actually physically losing. 
right? That's the only way they slide okay. in, you know, in my opinion. Uh, Pitt wins and Colts loses. They actually, um, Pittsburgh actually slide in there with a half game lead. But now if the Ravens win and the Colts and Chargers lose since the Ravens beat the Colts and the Chargers during the season, but lost to Vegas, they slide in. Yep. But in this game, though, I think um, I think Pitt reached a, reached a high in this game against the Browns on Monday night. I think it was a great celebration, a great little send-off for uh, Big Ben with Lamar. Hopefully Lamar can get back into the picture of things. And um, I, I'm taking the Ravens on this one, man. I'm taking the Ravens to actually take this uh, AFC battle here and get the win. So now if the Colts lose and Vegas goes ahead and gets the dub, that'll be something. Wow. I mean, we all, right, all right, so we got a split here. You got the Steelers, you got the Ravens, or we got take the Steelers. Yep. All right, so tiebreaker goes to me. Mike Tomlin, I'm going to record to say, only coach ever in his first 15 seasons to not have a single losing record. He already accomplished that. Mm-hmm. Give me the Ravens this game. Lamar Jackson coming back, he's not going to let him. Just go out quietly. Give me the Ravens. All right, so it looks like we got a whole bunch of controversial decisions all over this. Who you got board this week? I mean, good luck to you, gentlemen. Should be a nice finale to the season. Let's do it. A lot of playoff implication games. Jay Money, appreciate you joining the football segment of the show. We're going to get a nice sub in for you for the basketball portion. Yes, sir. JV Sportsman, man. Out here, Chicago Dog and Company, man. Peace. All right, so as usual, we're going to cross over into the NBA. We got a sub in over in the cubby corner for my man, Jay Money, NBA analyst. I'd like to welcome to the show my man, Javi. What's happening, brother? What's good? What's good? How y'all Appreciate doing, Appreciate you man? joining the show. You Appreciate y'all having me. Hey, Javi. So, I mean, tell us a little about yourself, man, when you got a, you got a specific NBA team you rock with, man. It's rough for me, man, but I'm OKC fan, bro. Mm. I don't know how it started, but... I was born in Jersey, Knicks and Nets fan, and probably like eighth or seventh grade, I forget what grade it was, I seen uh, Supersonics, and I just thought the jerseys were dope. And then I became a Supersonics fan. Transition, okay. Then a little bit after that, the Nets moved to Brooklyn. That's when I couldn't do it, man. I I was a Nets fan because of Jersey. I couldn't go over to Brooklyn. I just felt like a traitor. (laughs) So that's it, man. it was the Sonics, then it was OKC, then it's been history ever since, man. I've been struggling for the last three, four years now, <laughs> man. Just hoping we tank and see what happens from there. But I mean, you know, I, I see, I see up under that. that oh yeah, you look like you got a rust jersey over there on. Man. It's a little old, man, but I keep it clean. I mean, it's a little it's dusty. It's clean. Man. It's clean. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, how you feel about some of the moves that OKC has made? You know, including the rust deal to get to where they at right now. I like it, man. I can't complain. You know, um, we've been slowly rebuilding for the past few years, especially after KD did us how he did us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had to get rid of us. Yeah. We had to get the most we could get from him. And as far as all the little other moves, I love it, man. Every time we got like a Danny Green or whoever, or Kelly Oubre, they ain't even stepped foot in the arena. Yeah. Give me a draft pick. Yeah. Everybody that got traded, we got draft picks. We got, I think, like 17 second round picks and 19 first round picks over the next five years. Yeah. So I say you it's mentioned insane. slowly rebuilding. I yeah. think you guys pedal to the metal on the rebuild yeah. with all those draft picks you guys yeah, had. Man, they, yeah, man. They, they looking to flip it, man. They definitely looking to flip it. I mean, they got a couple of nice key pieces. 
especially in this past draft with Josh Giddy, man. How you like that guy? He had a monster triple-double the other yeah. night, right? He's a beast, man. He's a beast. I just think with Josh, I feel like we haven't really gave him the keys to, like, the keys to the whip yet. You know what I mean? Like, like when you look at the Magic, Cole Anthony, when you see Cole Anthony play, it's like, okay, he's taking all the shots he wants. He's controlling everything. With Josh Giddy, it's like he's facilitating, but he's not taking over the game like how we let Shea. Like, I want us to put Giddy in the game. I need you to take 20-something shots, figure out your offense, like, like literally – Speaking of Shea Gilders, you mentioned him. Uh, you know, that's uh, a young core player that they paid this off season, this past offseason. And I uh, just want to get your feedback as far as what do you feel about the team in general? Are there any young core pieces, Josh Giddy, Shea Gilders, that you think are core pieces for the for the future? Yeah. I think we have a handful. To go along with all those draft yeah, picks. Yeah. <laughs> Ludor is a little scary for me, but I feel like just the fact that he's a somewhat defensive player mm-hmm. in a league where – you know, there's not really two-way players like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like you got to keep Dort. He's not really a great shooter, mm-hmm. but he's had moments like versus the Rockets. Yeah. He's played good defense versus Harden a few times. And I think it, I forget what what game it was, but he dropped thirty something maybe once or twice that series. Okay. So I like what I see from Lou Dort. Yeah, we see some splashes from Lou. I um, like Lou. Pokusevsky is a little. That's he's cool. on and off for me, but I feel like he has the potential. He's a seven foot small forward. You know what I mean? So I feel like we can do a lot with him. We just need to keep developing him. Sometimes I look at the stat sheet, he's playing 20 minutes or something like that, which I get because he's probably like seven foot, mm-hmm. 190. So he's a little frail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I like Pokushevsky too. Of course, Shea Gilgis, I feel like he, he he's the franchise player. He's the man. He's, he's the like, piece right now, yeah. right? Max contract player for our team, at least. He's a max contract for us. He's not going nowhere, hopefully. And then who else do we got? Um, I think Trey Mann was a good addition, too. He's a 6'5 guard, and I feel like he could be the backup point guard when Giddy's not in the game or Shea Gilgis isn't in the game. But he's another player also that he's not getting the minutes that he should. But also when you're rebuilding, it's hard to find the minutes for all of these players. No, you know nice. what I mean? But I like Trey Mann, 6'5 guard. He, he has, he has, he has the length. I like, yeah. I like Trey Mann. I mean, you mentioned Shea. You mentioned Josh Giddy. I, I definitely like Josh Giddy a lot. Oh, yeah. Um. They do need to unleash him pretty much. Yeah. Uh, at this point in time, you know, they're, they're playing it easy. And he, I mean, he's doing everything else. I mean, he's yeah. like a baby Jason kid right now, yeah, right? for sure. So um, they, I think once they unleash him and and they put, get a little more trust in him and hand him the keys to that whip, I think they could take off. Yeah. I think they could. I don't see why not. Um, all these picks start adding up. I was going to say, Josh Giddy, man, he did become the youngest uh, player to record a triple-double. Oh, yeah. There you go. Um being out uh, LaMelo Ball yeah, from uh, last exactly. year. Exactly, so, and, you know, that's that's, that's a big it. name. You know, LaMelo's playing all-star basketball right now. So if you put yourself in the same conversation as him, I mean, I don't see why not. Why this future isn't a little bright for, you know, OKC, you know, once they get everything together. Um, and he's like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, so it's like nowadays all the point guards are becoming taller when you got LaMelo and, and all of these dudes that are just – Height is more of a thing now, so that's also something I like that he's just six seven and he can run the point guard. Hopefully, love it, love yep. it, man. Um, but but you mentioned uh, Shea, and uh, it actually takes me to my, my my next question, man. Do you think your boy Shea could be an all star this year? It's a tough one, man. I think what he's producing for our team, to me, because I'm a little biased, I think it's all star numbers. But if I say he's an all star. I have to say somebody like 
Brandon Ingram's an all-star. <sighs> Three-point percentage is better. Field goal percentage is a little better. So if I say he's an all-star, then I got to throw, like, Brandon Ingram in there. I can't be too biased. No, I hear you. Especially but, especially on a team that's not getting dubbed right yeah, now. That's yeah, 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 that's the key. No, I, I agree. I mean, well, I mean, speaking of, you know, all-stars, are there any some young all-stars you might like to see in an all-star game this oh, year? Oh, yeah, man. There's, I mean, there's, the ballot had just opened up, but, I mean... See some young all stars in this game this year, right? There's a few of them, man. I really think Darius Garland is a beast. It's a nice Darius one. Garland is a beast, and I feel like when I look on um, whether it's ESPN or Bleacher Report or all of these pages, whether it's YouTube or Instagram, nobody really gives nobody. the Cavs or Darius Garland no love. You don't see Darius yeah. Garland being posted like that. Cleveland's like, fifth all. in the East right now. <laughs> Cleveland, Cleveland's a problem. That's all I'll say about the Cleveland's problem. But I think Jared Allen, too. He's probably averaging like 17 and 10. Jared Allen is a I nice I know he's pick, averaging man. more than a block. Like mm-hmm. he, His first year, I think it was with Brooklyn. He blocked, like, I would go on Instagram, he blocked Giannis. I seen him block LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like mm-hmm. a shot blocking machine. He is. He's, like he's, he's the, the beast, anchor of that, that, that defense, man. And, yeah. and Darius Garland is, is playing great basketball as well. I mean, you got to start giving some of these guys their flowers if, yeah. if yeah. Cleveland's going to stay of, in, in contention, yeah. right? Cleveland, you mentioned they're fifth in the East, and they just made a trade. I don't know if we heard. They, they got Rajon Rondo. They lost uh, Ricky Rubio to a season end of injury, so that trade. Gives him a nice leader to, you know, potentially take uh, Darius Garland under his wing and and continue to move forward. I think that's huge. I think that's huge. I mean, especially because they lost Colin Sexton earlier in the season as well. So, I mean, I think Rondo is is a perfect one-year fit to see, to to try to help Cleveland – you know, make whatever noise they decide yeah. to make, you know, but they need that that veteran piece. Yeah. And, and, you know, Rondo's, Rondo is gritty yeah. anyway, right? Yeah. So he, he's going to show defense. them guys how to dig. Yeah, he gives them defense along with the two bigs. You mentioned Jace, uh, uh, Jared Allen, but at the same time, you have uh, Evan Mobley, the, the rookie Beast. this year. He's, he's playing great Beast. basketball, man. He's playing great, too, Beast. coming back from the injury. So Cleveland's, uh, you know, they're, they're looking to continue staying relevant in the East. Yeah. I mean, let me, let me just throw this out there since you mentioned them. I mean... Is Mobley your rookie of the year so far, Big J? Uh, it's tough. It's tough. We mentioned Josh Giddy playing really well. Evan Mobley's playing really well. Yeah. Um, coming off an injury, but Scotty Barnes, before the injury or the COVID, was, was playing really well as well. Man, Jalen Green is finally coming to life. He is. We he see is. splashes from Cade, Cunningham. Um I, I'm gonna say yeah. First half MVP, uh, first half rookie of the year. I'm gonna say yeah. I mean, he's got his team in the mix in the East. I'm gonna say yeah. All these other teams, you know, they're the back end of the uh, the standing. So I like it. I'm gonna say Evan Mobley. I like yeah, it for sure. How you feel about that? I agree completely, man. Yeah. I just feel like he affects the game in so many ways. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like most bigs, they're guarding the paint. Mobley's guarding the perimeter. Yeah. Mo- he, you switch. He's, he's guarding the guards. He's guarding everybody. Yeah. And he was doing it in college, and every doubt that was had with him, it's gone. He mm-hmm. came in the NBA damn near doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. He's he's the one. He's like the it. one. I like it. I like it. Um, obviously, and I'm going to throw this name out there, but it's, it's no shocker in his second season. We, we should definitely see LaMelo in the All-Star game, right? Yeah. Without definitely. a doubt. Without, Without a doubt. doubt. Without a doubt. Right now, they're eighth in the, in the East, so look out for Melo in the uh, All-Star guard conversation, man, for sure. He's yeah. playing really well. Um, switching on over to the West, a guy that you know I've been big up this whole time, man. Last week, for sure, was 
That boy Ja. Ja Morant with Memphis, man. It's time. This guy's got to be an all-star, man. You got to get him in there, man. Oh, we can't talk enough about Ja right yeah. now. I mean, as a matter of fact, all-star balloting just opened up. Javi, Big J, y'all got Ja Morant as maybe a possible starter this year? That's a tough one for me, man. I was thinking about this for so long. But, of course, everybody, you have to put Curry. Got to put stuff. You have to put Curry. Mm -hmm. Now, my second pick is probably an unpopular pick. But I got to go with CP3, man. I have to. I, j I just feel like they're number, what are they, first or second? They, uh, second, in the West. Yeah, second in the West. He's just orchestrating that team. You've seen it with OKC, you know, like most people, when you look at OKC's team that year, they could barely name two people besides um, CP3. Cool. Like We had a lot of up-and-coming players on that team that he was developing. We took Houston to a game seven, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and most of that was because of CP3. So I got to I, I gotta give it to CP3. The numbers might not be too too insane, like Ja or Luca or something like that. You're not going to get an argument here yeah, when it yeah. comes to CP3. For me. It's, it, that is... Definitely, uh, that's a great call. I mean, like you mentioned, it, you know, we're talking about these young guards, these exciting guards, and CP3 still finds a way to be relevant, folks. I mean, Look, I, I, I got a couple things to say about CP3, right? First things first, you mentioned it. He went to OKC. He went to Houston. Everywhere he goes, this guy is a winner. Stats show that he literally flips every franchise he goes to. He's a winner. That guy knows how to win. That's first thing. And second thing is... I don't even think Phoenix would be fourth or fifth in the West without him. Yeah. Especially this season where Devin Booker hasn't played much. DeAndre Ayton's been in and out of the lineup. I think if CP3 does not hold them down this season, they struggle to make the playoffs. Yeah. That's tough. I wouldn't say that. Hey, that, I mean, boy, that boy D. Booker, Devin Booker. I think they'll be 7-8. But now that you mentioned it, I, I kind of forget how many games Devin Booker's been gone. Yeah, man. And Aiden, every time I would look on my fantasy app, I felt like Aiden's either a game time decision or he's already out. Yeah, man. A lot of their big pieces have been out of the lineup this season specifically. And, you know, of course they have top tier talent. But if those guys are out of the lineup and by some chance you don't have CP3 in that mix, I don't see them having a great season. He should be talking about more in the MVP conversation. I so, agree, you know I what? Agree. I like that pick, and I'm going with that pick. I, I like that. Cool. cool. I, I like Donovan Mitchell just to put that out there. That's, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Donovan's the man. Yeah, Donovan, Donovan yeah. Mitchell just elevated his game, boy. Yeah, he elevated game, took the Jazz on his back, and, uh, you know, got him right now. They're number, what, number three in the, in the West. So that'll be my, my second backcourt mate to step Curry. Yeah, I like it. It hurt to not have Donovan Mitchell or, yeah. or like, John Morant or something like that. They, it really hurt me inside. I couldn't even – it took me a while to even write CP3 down, but I kind of had to, man. It's tough, man. The West, I mean, we can all agree the West guard situation is going to be oh, very Oh, man, because we, we mentioned all of these guys, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't even know how we mentioned all of these guys. And we don't mention Luca yeah, in the Luka. conversation. Man, that West is going to be tough. It, it may be guard loaded on the bench because I, you can only pick two to be starters, so... But, but I like your picks, man. CP3 and Steph. Who you got in your front court? So I got to have LeBron in there. Yeah, yeah, no matter what. No yeah. brainer. <laughs> These next two were, they got a little spooky. I've talked down about this guy sometimes, but I got to throw Gobert in there. Mm, I just have to throw Gobert in there. I feel like he's going to average a double-double probably his whole career. 
He's the, he's always going to be far in the, the conversation. Best, yeah, for the best rebounder the there is. Mm-hmm. Probably the best shot blocker there is. So I, I like got Vidal Gobert in there, and on top of that, of course, Utah has one of the best. Utah has one of the best records every year. Literally, yeah, I, yeah. I forgot consistent. the last time we looked at Utah, and we was like, "Damn, Utah's trash." Okay, no love. Like, that's been so long. That is facts. I mean, it's because of the two guys you guys mm-hmm. mentioned, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. There's no doubt that they'll both be in the All Star game. But yeah. you got Rudy as your starting center with yeah. LeBron, Steph Curry, and CP3. Who's your other forward? This was like a test right here. I could not pick. But I got to throw Jokic in there, man. I got to throw the Joker in there. I got to throw the Joker in there. I think they're probably only, what are they, fifth? They're fifth. So it's like they're doing good, but they're not like hooping, hooping. That's another reason why I was a little like, okay, like I want to throw Towns. Mm -hmm. But Minnesota's kind of down there. And I'm just more of a little bit biased with Towns. I just like Towns as a player. But you have to throw Jokic in there, man. You have to. Jokic is yeah. probably almost averaging a triple-double. You see, I'm the other way around with it. Um, I agree with you 100% on Jokic, but I don't even think it's close between him and Towns. Jokic no, yeah, brings... Yeah, for sure. Um, we, we've talked about it earlier uh, our earlier shows. Denver's fifth right now in the West, and that's simply because they're injury battered. Yes, okay, you give sure. Jokic any type of help, he, he's they're right back in the mix again. Reigning MVP, Jokic is an absolute starter in the West, if you ask me. No question. Cat, I, I, I'm I've been I've been over Cat for a while, you mentioned and that. I mean he he's he's lost a lot of respect for me, man, personally. Um, just just off of his attitude. Um, the way he, he approaches the game, the way he handles his teammates. You know, he's just not a leader to me, and I don't really know if he ever will be. Jokic is. Jokic, yeah, yeah. that's a guaranteed starter for me in that West. But, I mean, I mean, I like it. You got um, you got Gobert, you got Jokic, LeBron, CP3, and, and Steph. It, it may be a couple unpopular picks, but it's all great picks, yeah, man. Yeah, I had to. Um, how about your East, man? What you looking like over in the East this year? I mean, we in Chicago – Dog and company. I mean, yeah. can we show these bulls a got little bit of love, man? Some, some young of these boys, bulls are over there. I feel like first in the East right now. Yeah, you have. I had to throw Demar in there, man. Okay. I feel like he, 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 he. Look what he's doing right now. If you don't know what he's doing, just go on Instagram and go on the NBA Instagram or sign or any sports um, page or anything like that. You're gonna know what Demar Derozan is doing. Yeah, man. Demar Derozan's killing the whole league. Before the season started, there was some doubts with this Bulls trade, whether the Bulls was going to work out or not, or they were going to be like a seventh seed or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what What are we, 11 weeks into the season? Almost halfway. Num- number one in the East. Mm-hmm. Killing. I love it. You know, he had that little, I'm going to call it a hiatus in, in San Antonio because, you know, they were still rebuilding, but coming now back to the East – I feel like he's a lot more comfortable in the East, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and I mean, you couldn't be happy, Big J, just recently, uh, just beating the Magic. I mean, but it seemed like Demar is he's, he's on playing on another level right mm-hmm. now. I mean, easily All Star level, but I like All Star starter level. I mean, back to back game winning mm-hmm. shots. Right, got twenty nine the other night against Orlando. Yeah, man, and it was. Oh. Heavily in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, man, he's playing like a starter. I yeah, like that pick a lot, man. Who else you got low. in the backcourt with him? I got to have James Harden in there, man. <laughs> I feel like he had a, he's had a slow start. But I also read a few things saying that during his injury that he had last year, that he couldn't put too much offseason 
actual basketball activities. So he pretty much had to play basketball and work his way back into shape this season. So that's why supposedly he started off like, you know, it looked like he lost a step and all of that. But it's, it looks like he's back to normal right now. He's finally, 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 finally getting free throw attempts. <laughs> that was almost the biggest thing. I, I checked yeah, the other day, he had like 12 free throws. I'm like, all right. He, I mean, he's going to be all right. He's gonna he, be all right. he had to learn to play with the new rules of the yeah, NBA yeah. and, and you know, they're not going to cater to him anymore. No. So he got to go, he got to earn those free throws, yeah, right? He, he's going to, he's going to still try to learn little sneaky ways to get those free throws off. Yeah, I feel course, like no matter what, he's, he's going to just try to fiend for those free throws. And so I, far he, he's learning, he's learning to get back to it. All right, Big J, you heard him. James Harden and DeMar DeRozan starting guards in the East. Now, I know you've been bigging up Trey Young yeah, this man. entire season. Yeah. He's playing great. 27 and 9. Is he getting snubbed from that starting spot? I think uh, I think so. I think just because of the record and where they are in the Eastern Conference standings, I think that's that alone is going to set the set Trey Young to the side. I think he's definitely still an all-star, but oh, maybe sure. not a starter. Um, I definitely like uh, the Harden call. Uh, I like the DeMar DeRozan. Give this guy his flowers now. You know? Got to. Got to. Um, but yeah, sure. uh, definitely I'm bigging up Trey Young for sure. Got to acknowledge oh, him, right? Got to acknowledge him. Ice and Trey. Then, and the, and the uh, Ice Trey, yeah. And the other guy in Chicago too, man. Zach Levine, since he's yeah. come back, man, from COVID. I mean, Why not? Both of them. It's man. actually kind of funny, man. Go, go. I was I was actually just looking at something the other day, and DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine are legit averaging almost identical. exact identical yeah, numbers. crazy, man. <laughs> Yep. So if we're talking about DeMar, we got to talk gotta about Zach, too. Yeah, man. So, I mean, I like it. I like what these Bulls are doing nowadays, man. Perfect. Um, Perfect so, so, so the East is covered. You got James and, and DeRozan. And who, who you got in the front court in the East, though? Well, you got to put Easy Money Sniper, man. You got to put KD. <laughs> to me, the best, probably the best player in the league for since I was in damn near high school. MVP? MVP this season? I mean, it's hard to it's hard to disagree with it, but I got I, I got to give Demar his love too, man. I, I feel yeah. like his little pit stop in San Antonio, like the whole world just kind of forgot about him. Yeah, now you're right. Well, right. shout out to Pop too, because I feel like his playmaking skills definitely increased mm -hmm. uh, with that, that little trip to San Antonio. I agree. He needed that, and you can see his assists getting there and him improving playmaking wise. So I got KD. You gotta have the Greek freak, of course. And you gotta have Embiid. Right. You gotta I mean, have those three right there. I agree with you 100%. And as a matter of fact, I was wondering if you were gonna have anything different because it seems like those should be the yeah. three clear cut. Joel just had a triple double the other night. You know what I'm saying? You, he he's putting up monster numbers yeah. since he's been back, man. And and you know, KD and and Giannis are almost automatics, right? Automatic. So I mean, it's it's hard to disagree, man. Um, and shoot, you put that lineup together with James Harden, DeMar DeRozan, KD, Giannis, and Joel. Mm -hmm. That's tough, man. That's I tough. like that. That's tough. It's going to be fun. That's real tough right there. It's going to be a fun all-star game, yeah. man. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I mean, the guys that, you know, you can... The record isn't there with Boston, but Jason Tatum is another guy, mm -hmm. you know, as a reserve spot. Yeah, Jalen Brown. The game for sure. Jalen Brown's been playing really well. 50-point uh, night a couple mm -hmm. nights ago. Yeah. yeah. Trey Young fell some type of way. 50-piece, too. Mm -hmm. These guys are competing. They mm -hmm. they want, they're going to be in the All-Star game, but it seems like now that since they opened up the All-Star ballot and they got a little boost in their souls, huh? They're yeah, trying, for sure. They're trying to man. make that starting spot. And it's in Cleveland. 
So hopefully this no, Darius Carlin, Jared Allen thing I said, that would be that much dope goal, for man. them to go I there. I like it. I, I can definitely see one of them making it. They have for to. Sure. Fifth in the East. You got you to gotta give get, give it to Darius Garland. Why not? Why That's not? Right He's here. definitely stepped up ever since yeah. the, you know, these injuries. All right, all right. So we know what the starters are pretty much going to look like at this point in time. Um, any, any other names you definitely feel like you need to see in this game? Personally, for me, purely for entertainment and what most of us want to see in the All-Star game, unpopular opinion, but I would love to see Miles Bridges in an All-Star game. I don't see why not. Jumping out the gym more I than anyone on that court. I hands down he should be the most improved player. No question. No question. With a strong runner-up from Cole Anthony. Yeah. Strong runner-up. <laughs> strong runner-up, man. I'll tell you a couple other names I like, man. I mean, this guy, ever since the DeMar DeRozan departing, We've talked about him, Javi, man. DeJounte Murray is playing great basketball, Going man. crazy, man. Triple doubles, like, almost every other night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking of triple doubles, and guy I want to throw out, he's been all-star before, man, but from the west side is uh, Draymond Green. Could this guy be coming? I mean, he's average, pretty much averaging the triple double, you know. You know, I am not a fan of Draymond Green, but I can't. <laughs> I can't even argue I mean, that, man. If you look man. at the numbers, I mean, it's a guy you Golden, got Golden State's number one in the West right now. Yeah, yeah. They, they're number one team defensively. Yep. Somebody's got to get props, right? Yep. Yeah. Talking about you know, uh, Clay Thompson coming back potentially on Sunday is what I read. That's going to be interesting, too, because Jordan Poole's been cooking. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And even uh, Gary Payton Jr. has been getting his attempts. Otto Porter's been getting his attempts. Mm -hmm. So now everybody has to take a back seat. And everybody has Andrew to sacrifice. Wiggins too. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew Wiggins too. Everybody got to sacrifice. So with less volume, can they still be consistent? I'm just saying, as long as that team is on fire with Steph, you know, Steph hands down is probably the best player in the league right now. Maybe KD has something to say about that. Yeah. But as far as a core piece that keeps the, that team moving, Draymond Green, man. Right, you know, right. give him some love. A little, you know, a little bit of love. All right, we shouted out a lot of our young yeah. players. So why not get a, a old vet in there, right? Yeah, yeah. I like I, He's he's a weird player to root for, but you know I, I can't be mad at Draymond, man. He's a defense, a defender, one of the best. I mean, not even many big mans are playmakers like that. I can't really think of yeah. too many besides him, Sabonis, Embiid here and there, Julius Randle, Julius Randle, mm -hmm. of course, who, who, who should definitely be in the game. Yes, as well, yeah, for, for sure, sure, for sure. All right, gentlemen. Well, that's all the time we got for today. We out here like A.B. in the middle of a football game. <laughs> oh, nah, let me stop, man. H Hobby, man, I appreciate you subbing in over in the cubby corner for my man, Jay Money. You already know, man. Thanks appreciate for the you invite, joining man. the show. Can we, can we get this guy an official? Hey, man. Oh, yeah, I need Join the right team, there. baby. Yes, sir. Appreciate you joining the show. And you already know we got my man, Big Jay, holding down the starting center spot. Appreciate you joining the show, my man. You already know. And as usual, thank you guys for watching. Make sure you come check my boy Dougie Fresh out over at Chicago Dog and Company on 1113 State Road 436 over in Altamont. Tell them JV Sports sent you. Check us out at sportjv.com. Check out the Beast Mode section. Like and subscribe us on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And as usual, I got a quote for you guys from the legendary Chicago Michael Jordan. Talent wins games, but teamwork and intelligence win championships. Thank you guys for watching.